Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Madi Bolaños in San Francisco. Teenagers' brains aged faster than normal because of pandemic stress, according to a new study from Stanford University. The study involved dozens of teens, and it measured brain age, a measurement used to quantify brain health. Researchers found subjects' brains had aged at least three years after just 10 months of lockdown. Ian Gottlieb is a professor of psychology at Stanford. We didn't know that a one-year period of not torture, but this kind of relative isolation and the stress of the pandemic would have these kinds of effects on the brain. He said researchers will follow the kids in the study when they reach 20 years old to see if the effects persist. A new report out this week says a data breach at the California Department of Justice last summer was the result of poor training and a lack of professional rigor at the agency. As we hear from CalMatters' Ben Christopher, the leak included the personal information of hundreds of thousands of concealed carry firearm license applicants. Essentially what happened is a single data analyst put together a data visualization but didn't toggle the security settings properly, which allowed the public to download the personal identifying information of nearly 200,000 people across California. And even after the DOJ was notified about the breach, almost immediately after it was published, it took nearly 24 hours for them to recognize what happened and then take it down. Uh, During that period, approximately 500 people downloaded the data. And that's a big concern because a lot of those people have concealed carry permits because they are survivors of domestic violence, they're people with stalkers, they're judges and prosecutors, people with a real concern for their safety. That's CalMatters' Ben Christopher. The report made multiple recommendations to improve training and oversight when it comes to the handling of sensitive information. Attorney General Rob Bonta has said the DOJ will implement all of them. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing... 
please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. And now to a preview of our sister show, The California Report's weekly magazine. This week, host Sasha Coca talks with award-winning poet Deborah Miranda, an enrolled member of the Ohlone Kostanoan Esalen Nation of the greater Monterey Bay area. Her book, Bad Indians, A Tribal Memoir, explores the history of Central Coast tribes through the records of her ancestors, including wax cylinder recordings dating back more than a century. This is another one of those wax cylinder recordings you found, this one from back in 1902, and it's housed in a collection of American Indian sound recordings at UC Berkeley. This is known as the Esalen Deer Song, and it was sung by Viviana Soto Mukai. Tell me about what it was like for you to first hear that. It felt a little bit like a dream that someone's voice from so long ago could reach us. It felt a little miraculous. I also felt a little conflicted about the circumstances under which it was recorded because I know that salvage ethnology was pretty brutal. Indian people were not treated well oftentimes. But overwhelmingly what I felt was um, gratitude that we could hear Viviana's voice, uh, the voice of someone born in 1823, could reach my ears and the ears of my children. It was overwhelming and still is. Just hearing that right now, I I just kind of lump in my throat. Yeah, and that song inspired you to write a piece in this book. It's about a girl who, like you, had a white mom and an Indian dad and who really felt the absence of her parents. Yes, I titled it Mestiza Nation um, because this is living in the borderlands all the time from the time you're a very small child. In my own life, it's the story of being taken to my grandparents when my father was incarcerated and my mother disappeared for a long time. And they lived in the Tehachapi Mountains, which was, if this was just a, a fairy tale place in my mind. And gorgeous. The mountains were really beautiful. And I remember very clearly the morning they took me to go stay with my grandparents. We had to leave before dawn, and I went out on the porch and stood under these incredible stars. And it was a very liminal moment. You know, I was going forward into a life that would be very difficult. And so I wondered what would happen if I could have been taken instead into a place where Everyone was like me. Everyone um, embraced their liminality and that that, in fact, was a kind of homeland. So I imagined this um, kind of grandmother figure coming out of a mountain and calling me with the deer song. I just remember standing there on that porch knowing that I was in this in-between moment. 
Deborah Miranda's book, Bad Indians, A Tribal Memoir, has just been re-released as an expanded 10th anniversary edition. You can hear more of her conversation with Sasha Coca on this week's California Report magazine. Download the magazine's podcast or listen on your public radio station. Support for the California Report comes from Stanford HealthCare, where their greatest reward is a healthy patient. Hint. Fruit-infused water in over 25 flavors like watermelon, pineapple, and blackberry. No sweeteners, no calories. In stores or delivered from drinkhint.com. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Ocean Institute. Coming this fall, the launch of research vessel Falcor 2, advancing the frontiers of ocean science and exploration on the web at schmidtocean.org. And that's the California Report for Friday, December 2nd. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Danny Bringer, Brendan Willard, Jim Bennett, Chris Beal, and Seal Muller. Our producers are Amanda Stupai and Izzy Bloom. Our senior editor is Angela Corral. Our interim director of news is Erica Kelly. Our executive editor is Ethan Tovin Lindsay. And our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.